Welcome to the Party with Lance podcast. Starting the party in three, two, one. Here we go. Hello, yes. Welcome back to the Party with Lance podcast, everyone. I'm recording this on Saturday, February 22, 22nd, 22. Um, I'm really struggling on this one. I've uh, been avoiding putting this out all week, or recording it, rather. I just haven't been feeling I've been super busy this week with a lot of stuff, a uh, decent amount of shows, some other projects, life stuff, and uh, I'm, trying, I'm struggling to put this out. Uh, it's Saturday, and uh, I, I think this is going to be the first one I've had, episode 14, that is not going to come out within a week's span. Uh, it's probably going to come out tomorrow. I could even, you know, I could even get it out right now and also uh, record it and then edit it because there is, there's sometimes there's some things that I, you know, vocal things I clean up that because I want it to sound good. And there's sometimes my voice makes weird things and I don't want it to hurt people's ears, right? So I clean up some of the, you know, there's a little bit of editing that goes into it. But uh, I don't really, I'm not in the mood to do that. I'm just really struggling talking. I'm struggling uh, putting it out. Uh, and I'm most likely just going to put it out tomorrow. I'm going to record this now. Yeah, I mean, this is, it is recording. This is it right here. And, uh, I'm going to edit it tomorrow. You know, the little, the little, some of those vocal things. And, you know, cause there's, a, you got to add the music at the beginning and you add the music at the end. And then if it's, you want to make sure that the levels, if you say something too loud, my, my main thing is that I don't want it to be really peaky. And, you know, I don't know if that's a term or, or high tones. I don't want to hurt people's ears. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be, you know, nothing's worse when you listen to an audio thing and it's like something's really loud, you know, and sometimes I, I say uh, say things and they get really loud and, and I try and maybe tone those down a bit in the editing and stuff like that. So uh, just really struggling. Just, uh, you know, what a way to open this podcast. You know? But I guess, hey, is this maybe the, a great way to open it? We just get right into it. You know, it's like, boom, now we're in. You know, we're already we're already about to hit two minutes into this thing, you know. Anyway, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, if you like the podcast and you would like to rate or review it on iTunes, that would be super cool. Uh, also, again, social media everywhere at Party with Lance. And uh, that's where I put most of my shows on social media. Usually day of, you know, I have some of my website calendar, but again, uh, day of, usually usually I throw them up on Instagram, Facebook, whatnot. So that's that. We got some stuff here. Let's talk about it. What do we got? I am. I had coffee. I'm just struggling on this one. Man, sometimes it's like, it's kind of like doing a job, right? Like, you just, it is a job. You got to put it out. So it's like, you know, you go to work. There's days you're like, man, I'm dragging. But you you put your clothes on and you go in. And that's what I'm doing with this podcast, even though I'm going to be delayed and probably putting it out tomorrow. Uh, also, this is sounds like horrible content. Listening to it myself, I'm like, what am I talking about? Why would anybody listen to this? But, you know, people are listening and people are telling me that, that they are listening. I have... Uh, I've been out and about, and people have been telling me they like the podcast, and that's, uh, my buddy Adam was telling me, uh, he was saying it's like having a conversation with me, uh, but without saying anything on the other end, and I, I took that as a very nice compliment, because I, I, you know, I wanted to come across as, uh, as you're hanging out with me, or it's just us, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know, but it was a nice compliment, so that was good. A couple topics here, let's see. We had the debate. I watched the Democratic debate this past week. I don't ever watch those things, but I watched it, and oh, we got a lot of topics here. I watched it, and uh, here's my ranking of the candidates. Uh, I'm going to go number one, uh, Elizabeth Warren. 
I'm gonna go. She seems, and my girlfriend, my girlfriend really likes Elizabeth Warren. Is that wrong to give out her uh, preferences on candidates? You know, it's like uh, giving out someone's vote. Can you give out someone's preference? I don't know. She likes Elizabeth Warren, and I do as well. Uh, we have decided, um, and, and my girlfriend thinks she's the most uh, well-informed, is ready for all the things, uh, and, and is great. So Elizabeth Warren, and I also agree, number one. Number two, I'm going to go Joe Biden, uh, just for the simple fact that he, I don't, you know, is he, is he the greatest candidate? I'm not quite sure, but uh, he has been around for a very long time, and at least it would be, now, would there be a lot of change? I'm not quite sure, because he is like he just the old white guy that is that could be the status quo we've had forever. So that might not be great, but I'm, I'm comparing him to the other candidates. I'm going to tell you why I've ranked him second. As we, as we go through, you'll see why I've ranked Joe Biden as number two. But I, I ranked him second partially because I feel like he's been in there somewhat, and it, it, it might not be the most progressive thing that ever happened, but it will at least be, uh, you know, maybe back to an, a norm which maybe the old norm was bad, but it's def you know, you're going up, you're comparing it to what like Trump is, right? So it's definitely better than that. And it's maybe Biden is like kind of a safe option. And maybe that's why I put in number two. Number three for the candidates, I put, who did I put? Oh, Bernie Sanders. And the reason I put him number three is because I, I like Bernie. I think he's got some good points. Uh, I like his energy, his fire. Uh, but, but that's also the thing that scares me a little bit. I think Bernie is a little too radical, a little too, and people always, I guess the big thing is they question his healthcare plan, right? People are like, well, how does it work? Well, how does financially, does it work or whatnot? I, he just seems a little too radical for me. I like Bernie. I like his points. I like what he stands for. Um, but he, he just seems like a little too deep off the rails. Or, and maybe that's the card he has to play now just because it's you got to establish yourself, and that's that's what his what he's going for. I, I don't know. Maybe everyone's got to be, you got to almost become more radical to even have a chance anymore, it seems like, in politics. I don't know. So I do like Bernie, though. I actually think I may, I probably like him better than Joe Biden. But when it comes to, like, I just think Bernie's a little too radical. Um, so Elizabeth Warren, one, Biden, two, uh, three, uh, Bernie Sanders, four. I'm going to go uh, Pete, is it Buttigieg? I never say his name right. Pete Buttigieg? Buttigieg? Pete Buttigieg, I think, is what the, how they... Um, Pete, I, I liked Pete at first, and I, I think uh, you know he's young. Um, he's he's that's that's what makes him different, I guess, from all the other candidates, right? He's the youngest guy on there, or the youngest candidate on there, and I like him. But watching the debate, and I like a lot of clips I've seen of him. But I, this is the first time I watched a debate in a while, where I like just watched the whole thing from beginning to end. There's something about him that I'm that just I, it's a little too polished, or it's something it's fishy. Some I'm not sure what it is, but it just feels a little fishy. It feels a little bit like Paul Ryan to me. Back, remember Paul Ryan? It just feels like a little too clean, a little too. It just doesn't feel quite right. I'm not sure why, um, but but I, I don't really trust him. It's a little too smooth, or it's like, and I feel like he's almost like, uh, and he also is, you know, he's young, so I don't know how experienced, you know. Uh, and my girlfriend and I were talking. She was saying Obama was young, but I don't. He wasn't as young as as Pete, right? Pete is as uh, much younger. What is he? He's in his thirties, right? Like. Uh, uh, what is he? I don't know. What is he? Thirty-seven or so? Thirty-eight? I don't know exactly how old he is. But uh, I, there's something about him I just don't quite trust. I don't know what what it is exactly. Watching him talk. Then you go to uh, number five, uh, Amy Klobuchar. Um, she just uh, she she doesn't seem to have much charisma as far as it goes in my in my. She seems like may, I don't know. Listen, I don't know much about any of these candidates really. But Klobuchar just there's something. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, something about her too just seems. 
it, the, the charisma is not there, I feel like. And maybe is that a way for a president? Should a president have charisma? I don't know. You know, maybe they should. Maybe they shouldn't. I, does that really what matter? Again, I just I don't feel it with her. I almost feel like she's missing that special thing. You know what I mean? Like she's in there. She's doing her thing. But she's missing that special thing where uh, uh, if you go, who has got the, I guess, uh, in general, the special thing with all that, to me, the people that got the special thing will be Elizabeth Warren and uh, Bernie Sanders. Biden also doesn't really have that special thing. He just looks like the old status quo. But there's something about Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren that's exciting, that's interesting, that's like, it's like, a, it's like some people might say it's the X factor, right? It's like, wow, it's like an extra pop. Same with Bernie Sanders, extra pop, exciting, like, where Joe Biden, not really. Uh, Pete is exciting, uh, but I just get a weird feeling from him. And Klobuchar, there, it just feels like blah. So um, that, and then Bloomberg, number six. Uh, I mean, it, it really, 600 and whatever. The dude's horrible. Bloomberg's horrific on all those fronts. It was great when Elizabeth Warren hit him with the uh, with those NDA comments. And then also when, uh, when I believe it was Bernie that hit him with uh, being a billionaire and all the money he has versus the amount of homeless people, I think, or under, under you know, poverty people, whatever. Like, that was, those are great. Bloomberg's just a garbage human. Uh, although I've heard good things about him from people who have worked with him, people I know who've worked with him. Uh, and maybe in, in, the, uh, in the past, you know, few years, maybe he's been better or something, I guess. But in general, uh, it just seems like Bloomberg, to me, is way deep on the list. And, and uh it was interesting to watch him get ringed by all the candidates. So that's my ranking. Elizabeth Warren, number one. Joe Biden, number two. Um, um, Bernie Sanders, number three. Pete Buttigieg, uh, number four. Amy Klobuchar, number five. And Bloomberg, somewhere way down on some other number because he's he's the worst of them all. So uh, that's it. So I hope Elizabeth Warren, uh, you know, um, you know, keeps, keeps doing her thing. So that's that. Uh, also, I forgot to talk about this. I just hit, um, you know, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's why I'm doing the podcast. And I just hit 15 years uh, this past week of being a stand-up comedian. February, what is the date? February 16th, I believe, is my, was my 15-year anniversary of doing stand-up comedy. I did my first stand-up set on February 16th, 2005. Um, as far as I am aware, that's in my journaling, that seems to be the date. And I did The Funniest Man on Campus uh, at college, and it was literally like, uh, there were only like four or five of us in it, and it was in like a, an alumni lounge at college, you know, like a student uh, rec room or something, what, if, what, what have you. And there might have been like 20 people. I can't even remember how big the crowd was. 20 people, you know, maybe even 10. I don't know. It was very, it's nothing. It was like in the afternoon or maybe, you know, 7 p.m. at night or whatever. And uh, that was my first time doing it, I'll consider Although it's a little different because, but it's still stand-up. It was a stand-up show. It was the funniest person on campus, right? And uh, it was, um, it went really well because I talked about, uh, you know, um, I talked about school stuff, right? Chicken fingers in the cafeteria, stuff on the quad. It's very easy to make your, your peers laugh who all have similar experiences to you. And then uh, I didn't win the thing, but... But I'm going to say this, it's because I wasn't able to, because I had a play for the finals, was going to be at the DC Improv, uh, the big comedy club in DC, and, and I had already pulled out of it because I was like, hey, I can't make the finals because I was in a play, and I was uh, my one or two plays when I was in, in college, it was like a, a one-act play or something, so I, I couldn't make the finals period, so I wasn't even qualified. So who knows? Would I have won? Who knows? But it was actually a very good set, and I don't know if I talked about this, so we'll just go a little bit back about... My second time doing stand-up, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or not, I went to an open mic in Maryland, I believe. Um, I went to school in D.C., right? 
So I, I, you sign up for it, you know, in an email in advance or whatever, and then you show up, and then I remember showing up, and the guy was like, and I still know the guy. I won't say who it is, but he's a really nice guy, and uh, there's no reason not to say his name, but, I, you know, I don't know. So I show up, and, and uh, for the open mic, I had signed up in the email, and I was like, hey, I'm Lance, and uh, and he said something about, oh, you do? And I, was, and I go, yeah, I've done this before. I was so cocky because I had done well on the, uh, you know, the student thing. And then I literally... I, it was so bad. I felt like somebody was punching me in the chest. I will never forget the feeling. I was standing up there in this this bar. You do an open mic, right? It's at a bar. And I'm standing up there, and I felt like someone literally just punched me in the chest. It was dead silent. It was so brutal. And, you know, you get one or two laughs here, and, and you would audio record your set with a cassette play, player, and then that would be, you know, you play it back, and then you listen to uh, what went well and what what didn't, you know? And that's how, that's how I always got enough to, like, keep going. But, dude, and I literally probably bombed for the next 50 times doing it. Because once I felt that first bomb, I was like, oh, man, that's possible. And then, uh, but I would always get a few laughs to keep, enough to, like, in my audio recording to listen. Oh, I could, that that was funny. Oh, okay. Enough to keep going. Um, but, dude, that second time doing stand-up, and literally the next probably, I don't know, 30 to 50 times. But I'll say 50 were horrific. Um, anyway, but now I hit 15 years. Uh, and there's been ups and downs along the way. I'll say my hit my hit rate is better now, you know? Like, I still bomb. It's part of the game. I've seen some of the best the best comedians that do stand-up not do well. It's just part of the game, you know? Um, but my hit rate is more success. Let's say I do 10 shows in a week. Out of those 10, I'll say eight of them are good, you know? And then one is so-so maybe. Maybe two or so. So we'll say seven are good, right? Two are okay, fine. And then one is atrocious. Uh, and that's just the nature of the thing. You know, think of anything you do. You go to a job, you play sports. Some days it's just not your day. Just like doing this podcast. I'm not feeling it today. And I'm, I'm doing my best. And maybe it'll turn out to be one of the best ones. Maybe it'll be one of the worst ones. Maybe it will be so-so, you know. But we're doing it. But we're, the, the key is doing it, right? Is the, um, the, it's like anything in life. The more you do it, the more. And even, even my worst podcast, because I do it a lot, might be better than, and actually I know it would be. It would be. This podcast, even though I'm not feeling well, will be better than someone who's never done podcasting ever just because the sheer fact that I've been in front of a lot of microphones, done lots of podcasts, understand what might make it interesting, understand how to keep the this ramble going, that it's not dead air, that it's, you know, so I, I, even my worst podcast is better than someone just starting due to the simple fact of just doing it and trying it and going. So it's like anything in life, you just do it and you'll and you'll get it going. So... So anyway, 15 years, yeah. It's uh, hard to believe that I've been doing it that long. And uh, yeah, I could talk more about that, but I'm not really in the mood. I hit 15 years, whatever. Uh, but, but what I'm just, awful kind of what I'm just talking about here is I'll, I got to endorse trying things. You got to try things for many reasons because trying things, we should all be trying things because it's how you learn. And learning is how, when you try new things, you learn new things, right? Well, anything you've never done, you're going to learn just because simple fact you never did it, right? So when you learn something, that's also, it's how you grow, it's how you progress, and learning also, it opens up your mind to new new ideas, which actually, even if you're doing something like, let's say, podcasting, but then I go horseback riding, I don't ride horses, right? But then that's like something new for me, maybe I rode it a couple times when I was young, some weird thing, right? But I'm not a horse person, I don't know anything about horses, I don't know anything about saddles, ranches, how to do it, how to sit, how to ride, whatever. But I would do it, and it would open up my brain in new ways, and then it would even help the podcast because I'd have something to talk about for the podcast and maybe connect with more horse people. I don't know. I don't know if that's the correct term. Horse people doesn't sound correct, but whatever. 
Um, so, so just doing things will help you with the current things that you actually do because it opens your brain into new ways of thinking and new channels in your brain. Your brain is just uh, is uh, like synapses firing, right? Thoughts are just, I guess, I'm not a brain person also. I mean, does anybody really know the brain? I guess... I guess we know it to a degree through medical science, but like, I mean, it's a, it's it's like uh, the unknown, right? We don't. There's so much about the brain that we do not know, obviously. Um, I say obviously, maybe it's not obvious to you because of your brain. I don't know, but I, you know, that there's so much mental uh, illness, disorder, disease, or whatever you want to say about it, whatever the correct term is, uh, because we haven't figured it out. There is so much about the human brain that my own brain. It, I feel like it's always acting against me all the time. I feel like most of my day is my brain acting against me. I think a lot of us might feel that way, uh, but depending on different things, you know. How, what am I? What am I even talking about? I don't even know what I'm ranting about anymore. Oh, I was saying you got to try things because the synapses in your brain are firing, and new ideas and new things fire your brain in new ways, which in effect can even affect the things that you currently have been doing or you know your current pro- projects rather. So. Um, trying things is a way to move forward and progress and do better. So that's, there you go on that, you know? Um, let's say this about, I want to talk about greetings real quick. I appreciate New York. Uh, I, I have had a, had a couple phone calls this week and, uh, for different things. I, I've decided I like, I like when, you know, you ever call someone and then people are like, well, how are you? Good. Well, how are you? Good. But you, but you're both calling for the same reason. Like, cause you know, you're going to talk about a specific thing, a specific, a uh, problem or or a project or upcoming event or something and it's like the, all those salutations well how are you yeah it's good how's the weather there good how's the weather there good well you know blah 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 blah, blah. it's like uh, i don't like that uh, and i get people just trying to be nice and we all and we all do that in emails i guess too hey how's it going you know um and then we get to our point but i i like when people actually pick the phone up and just get right to their point it's like hey what's up yeah so about that thing we were going to do blah blah i actually like that a lot because that that like although i don't i like people being kind too and like the, i i don't mind some little banter up top but i actually like getting right into it just like right into the thing let's do it boom good awesome great because that it's kind of just wasted time it is nice and kind so i like that aspect of it but there is it is kind of a wasted time of like you know, uh, I don't know. And that's also why I like New York, because New York is very direct. There there aren't, there are no, I guess, is it salutations? There are no salutations a lot of times. You can walk into, I'm from the South, right? So it's like, I've been in New York uh, coming up on 14 years, I guess. You can walk into a deli in New York and just yell, just yell your order. And everyone is like cool with it because it's, we're all in a rush. We're all overworked and and uh, and uh, not overworked, but it, oh well, we are overworked. But it, we're all sorry. I have a headache and my brain is not. Uh, I feel like I'm really moving slow. Um, you can walk into a deli and yell like, "Yeah, let me get a let me get a tuna on rye with mustard, no mayo." Like you can just yell at the person and they just make it real quick and spit it back at you, and then you make the and then the change is ready and you're out of there. And it, because it's an efficient city, right? There's so many people in New York that we're we're just quick about. Everyone's quick on their stuff. And I like that because you can just, uh, you can, and it's not rude because it's all under the understanding that like, I'm busy, you're busy, this is New York, we're all moving fast, we got a lot of customers, we all know you got to do stuff too. So it's just like a transaction. And I actually like that, which I guess you lose a human element, right? Like I'll still say what's up to people, like, hey, how's it going? Like in the middle of the transaction, once once I yell my thing, like, well, how's your day going? What's up? You know, because then it's like, maybe you can multitask and like, we can, I, I guess, or is that rude to them maybe? Because then you're like putting it on them that they have to like now make a sandwich and talk and like, 
you know, I don't multitask well at all. So maybe that's actually rude. I don't know. I have to think about that a little bit. So, but I, I like the uh, the quickness of it. And then when I go home to the South, my gosh, I'm standing in line somewhere. There'll be three people in line ahead of me, and there's a conversation with each person with the cashier. Well, how's your day? Well, how's your how's your mom doing? Well, how's your dad doing? Well, how's your family? How's your... And I'm just like, dude, can we order? Can we? Just, I'm here to get a sandwich. Can we just order this sandwich and get out of here? And literally the difference in ordering a sandwich in New York, not everywhere, but like for the most part, statistically or... Or generally, in New York, a sandwich can... It's like, boom, transaction, boom, let's get it, we're out of here. In the South, at least, again, generally, it's like, dude, I, it's going to take me 10 minutes to order this sandwich because the three people ahead of me got their stories. Well, you know, he had surgery last week, and then he went down the thing. We got to take him to the thing. And it's like, dude, I don't know, man. Get out of here. What do you want to eat? Get out of here. Um even the cashiers are helpful too, right? It's like, it's even different. They're like, well, would you like mayonnaise? Would you like, we actually, what? and then people are like, well, what do you have? We have mustard, we have ketchup, we have relish. And you're like, dude, I don't know, have your order ready and let's go. Uh, and that's, and all, maybe, maybe that's why, you know, that's why people from other cities feel like New Yorkers or people from New York, uh, am I a New Yorker? I don't know, four, almost 14 years, people say yes. Some people say no. Some people say it's 10 years. Some people say it's 20 years being here. Some people say you got to be born here. I don't know. But that that's why people from New York, even listening to this, if you're listening to this and you're in the South, and I know I have some, I have a good chunk of listeners in the South, you might think I'm talking fast and quick and whatever. And maybe I am in general too. But if you're from New York or like up, up here where I am, you're like, oh, this dude's just talking. He's just going because that's even this current listening experience. But, but when we go down to the South, uh, you know, I go back home or to do shows in the South or whatnot, people are like, people are always like, oh, why are New Yorkers so rude and so fast? It's just because it's a different operating system, rather. And so I guess the question is, is one better or worse? Is the South slow, kind way better? Or is the fast, efficient New York uh, Northeast way better? I don't know. You know, they both have their advantages. I think if we can mix both. That's the way to do it. But again, it all depends on how busy you are and where you are. There's just uh, New York is a fast city. Everyone's doing a lot of stuff. But and is that and it, even like what are we doing? Maybe it's better to not do that much stuff. Maybe it's better to to be in South Carolina sitting on a porch drinking a sweet tea and then going to the store and having a nice conversation. Maybe that's actually more enjoyable and less stressful. You know, maybe that's the way to go. Um, you know, all right, okay. Let's talk about this. Um, I guess starting, did I read this somewhere? I have to read the news, right? I don't read it most of the time. I, I read headlines and I don't read the articles because, uh, again, I talked about it, la- I think, last week. Who can? But I think March 1st in New York City, uh, or New York, New York State, New York City, they're banning the use of plastic bags or single-use plastic bags. I was reading an article and then and they, they in the blog I read about it, it, it some of the question of like the headline in the blog, you know, blogs have like titles within the article, like, and it said, uh, someone, the question was, what am I supposed to use instead? Uh, which is so funny to me, people, that anyone would, and a lot of people have that question. I, I almost feel like I shouldn't have talked about this bag thing because there's a lot going on with it. People are saying you use brown bags, but there aren't enough brown bags. Uh, some people are saying that it's not good for companies or, or, or what's going to happen is a lot of like places are going to start selling double bags or some kind of weird thick bag. They're going to make even thicker bag plastics because then they don't quali- quant- uh, like qualify under the thing for like single-use plastics. I don't know. It's a whole debate. But I just love this question of like, what am I supposed to do instead? It's like, I don't know, dude, be a human being and like buy, just buy it, buy like a nice tote bag. You can buy tote bags for literally, I think Trader Joe's like $1.99. They're nice, big, sturdy bags. It's like, I don't know. How about you buy three or four of those and or buy a backpack and walk, walk around, walk around with stuff. I would say this about backpacks uh, for New York City. Uh, New York, I, I always get a nice big backpack 
Although I haven't been carrying one the last few years, but a backpack is basically your trunk because a lot, you know, there's no cars in New York. Most of it, we ride the subway, we do that. So uh, a backpack is like your trunk. You're out all day, and a nice, good, big backpack is how you put all this stuff in. So instead of the single plastic, you could even go to CVS here or Dwayne Reed, which is one of our things. If you're not from New York, it's like a CVS type pharmacy. Uh, Walgreens, whatever, and just put it in your backpack. You don't need the plastic, you know? So I just love that question in the blog. It was like, what are, we, what are we supposed to do instead? Or it was like a self, it was like a rhetorical question the blog was answering, what to do instead. I just think it's funny. It's like that humans are so like, well, I can't have my plastic. Dude, it's like you can't make a smart choice for the environment. I don't know. I thought that was very funny. I'm really struggling with this headache. This podcast not going that well, in my opinion. But maybe it is, you know? Um, Oh, okay. What else are we going to talk about? I want. Oh, I, I'm curious to know why uh, music moves our bodies. Um, you know, I think it's funny. Music. It's funny when certain musics make everybody dance almost the same, right? If you're like a bar or a club or a wedding or a party, certain songs come on and everybody dances the same kind of thing to the rhythm. And, and it's funny that even little kids will dance. I think that's interesting when little kids are dancing. It's like, why is everybody... You see these videos on the internet of, like, kids in a car seat or, like, standing it, you know, in their living room, and they're, like, jigging along. Is that the right term? Jigging jigging along or, um, you know, just... Move, they're like... Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I just think it's funny that little kids are moving moving along like that to the music. It's like, what what makes... Why does music make our make our bodies move you know there's something is that scientific is it like it creates it's like a reflex it creates like hitting your kneecap or you know that point in your knee where it makes your leg go up like a and that's a real thing if you didn't know that actually hitting your knee like right below your knee can make your was it a funny bone or something it will make your leg go up uh which which um which is another thing i didn't know about Oh, oh i'm all over the place right now but which takes me to another point about banana peels what was I just talking about? I don't know why music makes our bodies move. I don't know. Um, but talking about uh, the knee thing, banana peels, how does my brain work like this? I'm talking about literally dancing into kneecap stuff, into banana peels. I don't even understand what's going on, um, which talk, brings it back to the point I was making about, I don't know what's going on in these brains. You know, who does? Banana. Have you ever slipped on a banana peel? There's another question. Maybe it's rhetorical. I guess every question I ask on here is rhetorical because how can you answer? Or is it maybe supposed to just be a question that you answer yourself? You hit pause, or you just uh, you contemplate it while I ask the question. I don't know. So banana peel. You ever actually you ever put a banana peel like you know upside down like cartoonishly like on a sidewalk or something? It actually is very slippery. Maybe that's a word of caution here. Watch out for banana peels because um, they actually are really unbelievably slippery uh, when they're put like on with the the, uh, the like the food part down. It's, it's, cr- I've slipped on maybe two banana peels in my life. Dude, it's actually unbelievable. It'll blow your mind. You can put it on a rough sidewalk and it is so slippery. It's, that's a, they don't talk about that much. I guess you see it in cartoons or something, but like, it is actually unbelievable when you step on a banana peel. So watch out for banana peels. That's, that's, uh, that'll be the tip of the week, you know? Um, is there anything else you should watch out for? I'm trying to think what else you should watch out for. Puddles, you know, watch out for puddles. Um, you know, uh, oh, which which that puddle made me think about, um, I'm sorry, somehow I got, what happened was, I was doing good at the beginning of this podcast, it was going smooth, I felt like I was doing okay, but my brain is now really, my I'm really got a headache now, uh, even maybe from y- this yelling, and now I'm just like jumping all over, because I'm just really like struggling to get through this thing, instead of like having the patience to work through a topic, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, because every time I finish one, I'm like, my head is like, oh, 
oh, it's like hurting so bad, but I'm trying to get this thing done. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for the listeners. Doing it for you guys. So uh, watch. I'm probably going to take a nap after this. I'm going to just lay down because it's really hurting. I'm also hitting the time close here. It's going to be a shorter podcast this week due to, due to the, everything I've been talking about. But the banana peels and puddles brings me back into, there used to be a hole. I perform a lot at the, uh, at the Grizzly Pear downtown on McDougal Street. And there used to be uh, a tree, a tree that was right outside. Uh, not everybody remembers this, but unless you've been there a long time, there used to be a tree out front. Then they cut the tree down because I guess it was going to fall into the street and cause, you know, cause a problem for traffic and pedestrians or whatnot, a danger problem. Then there was just, uh, they had like bars around the tree, I guess, like a little, because in New York, there's a lot of little railings around trees and like kind of uh, flower beds or whatever, or dirt bed. Then for years, it was just these bars. Then they removed all that. Then there was a hole there. I forgot. Uh, there was a hole there for like two years, a giant hole. that, that It was just in the sidewalk that no one repaired. The city didn't repair it or like the establishment. Not, I guess it was in between like off the wagon, which is a bar there, and Grizzly Pear. No one re- it was literally for like, a, I guess it's on the city though. I don't know, right? Like, And for years I watched people, because a lot of times I just stand on the street as before the show starts. Like, you know, you watch people you're talking to comics, you're just hanging out. It's a nice, especially in the summer, it's a nice night. I watched people eat it over and over and over in that hole, which that's the thing about New York. I don't know. There's so much I'm like how this is a major thoroughfare of, of people walking through. And this, for years, there's a giant hole there and no one fixed it. Um, so watch out for holes. You got to watch out for banana peels. You got to watch out for puddles and you got to watch out for holes. You could even throw in gum on the sidewalk, but I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be looking for gum because it's so small. But banana peels, you will see, you know. Gum, I'm going to say let it slide. I mean, no one wants to, wants to, nobody wants to step in gum, but I'm going to let it slide for the fact that um, it's small and sometimes you're just going to step in gum. It's like a hazard. It's just, that's a hazard of walking, but you do got to be on the lookout for banana peels, puddles, and holes. So great topic there, you know? Let's do one more thing. My head is really pounding, uh, which I'm going to drink a lot of water. How about that? Let's talk about headaches. That'll be a topic that I wasn't planning on talking about. I get crazy migraines a couple times a year. This doesn't feel like that. This just feels like I need some water and to lay down for a minute. But the key is water, I think. Drink a lot of water and get into the dark. Uh, lay down for 20, 30 minutes. A quiet, dark, maybe slightly cold. and uh, Or put like a, a washcloth on your head. You know, a hot or cold washcloth. Uh, I don't know. I, I, like a, um, I like to vary the temperatures. I don't know which is better. I haven't decided yet. But really, it's just a lot of water. A lot of water. Maybe I'm going to take some Advil. That would be good. And, uh, oh, I had a nurse once tell me, because I get the, I was getting these migraines. I was at a show, and I had a migraine, and I was asking her what to do. And she said to take, was it 600 or 800 milligrams of ibuprofen or Advil or whatever? Are those the same? I always get these mixed up, all these medicines, right? Motrin, I don't know what's, they're all slightly, Tylenol, they're all slightly different or whatever. Maybe she was saying six or 800 milligrams of Tylenol or ibuprofen. Oh, man, I don't want to give the wrong information. Now, don't, don't take what I'm saying with any kind of uh, whatever, but, but whichever one it was, and then she said Gatorade because of the electrolytes and the sugar. So, And I, and I do that sometimes when I get a headache now, and actually uh, it works. So I'm going to say that's a good tip for headaches, but I don't want to give you the wrong information of, of which medicines or what, but, or, or the amounts. But I think 600 was fine. 800 might be starting to be a little high of milligrams, but I in general don't like any medicines. I try and avoid them uh, most of the time in general, but... Um, but if I got a real bad headache, I will do two or three Advil and, and maybe some Gatorade, which maybe I don't think I'm at that point now. 
Dude, what kind of topics are these? You're just listening like, this dude's just talking about his headache? This is What's Lance's podcast about? Well, he talks about his headache and banana peels. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. You know, what are any topics, really? Uh, I guess everything is mundane until you actually get, get down into it, you know? You could say like, oh, well, that person's divorced. But when you unpack it, you know, the, the term just divorced, well, they separated. All right, great. But there's so much more to unpack within that, right? Why did they get divorced? What led to it? The years, perhaps years of back and forth of something. So I don't know. I guess everything's boring until you really unpack it. A banana peel itself is is not that uh, interesting. Although, hey, let's go back to bananas a little bit, you know? The slippery, slippery more than you think. Also, you know, bananas, they're very versatile. It can be used for a phone. You know, the banana phone, people always do that. Also, I like, here's a joke I want to do. People always have that thing. It's like, uh, is that a banana in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Is that a joke? Is that a, is that, I, I, I want to do a little sketch where it's just literally a 10 second sketch where it's like, hey, is that a banana in your pack, pocket or are you just happy to see me? I'm like, oh, it's a banana. And I pull out a banana out of my pocket. I think that's a funny little uh, a joke, joke sketch, if you will. So a good joke there for bananas. What else can you do with bananas? Uh, I mean, obviously you eat them. You can put them in. Uh, oh, I, here's a here's a fun banana trick, man. Who knew there's gonna be that much about bananas on this podcast today? Fun banana trick, and then I'm out of here. A fun banana trick you can do. I did. Did you guys know if if it's ripe enough, or, or, or sorry, if it's like not super duper ripe, um, just medium, a little bit of green maybe, or maybe just regular yellow before it gets to like the brown stage. Uh, if you take a banana and you if you snap it really quick in half, you can get a very clean snap, and then you have two halves of the banana. I learned that I forget where on a video or saw somebody do it, but you just snap the banana real quickly. You know, like you were breaking a pencil, basically. Imagine breaking a pencil. If your banana is is medium ripeish and you just break it super quick, you can get two halves of the banana, and then you can share it with a friend, you know, or put the other half away in the freezer for later or something for a smoothie. I don't know. So those are banana banana tips. Uh, also, you can throw bananas. I, they are hard to throw, kind of boomerangish. Obviously, they don't come back. At least I've never seen a banana come back boomerang style. But you could throw it and uh, kind of a nice sound. Imagine throwing a banana and it like hits a wall. It's kind of a nice stud, you know. And a good weight to a banana for throwing too. And it has a nice rotation, like whoop 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 whoop. You know, that's the sound I would think it would make when you threw it, but. Uh, maybe not. You know, that's bananas. Okay, I'm out of here. I got a, I got a rough headache. Let's just say this again. Uh, thanks so much. If you enjoyed this, if you could review it on iTunes, that would be really cool. And, uh, or just, just hit five stars. You don't need to write anything. Just hit five stars. You know, it helps, it helps all the podcast stuff. Uh, but whatever. And also on all the social media stuff, I'm at Party with Lance. Thank you. And I'm hoping to have a, a, a not a headache next time. And, um, come to a show. You know, I'll put them on, I'll put them on the social medias and my website. And uh, that'd be great to see everybody. Thanks so much. I'm going to go lay down. And uh, although when you're listening to this, uh, I'll probably be up because it will be, you know, I'm going to do a little audio stuff, make sure it sounds good and then upload it probably be tomorrow because of this. Uh, I'll be feeling better when you're listening. But but currently I'm going to go lay down, which is currently actually in the future because it's when you're listening to it. Who knows? Okay, I'm out of here. Party with Lance people. Uh, I guess. Do you say that? Party with Lance people? Whatever. I'm out. And I hope everybody has a great week. And let's keep doing our best and just keep trying. And I love you guys. Okay, goodbye. Peace.